0: Welcome to Essentials to Heal Yourself. I'm Laura Lee Humphreys. So, today we're going to have a conversation about some of the things that create health. And I'm going to be coming at it from a slightly different angle than what you may be familiar with. And yet, it's very insightful and instructive of what you can do to enhance your health. So, pay attention and tune in. I always talk about the fact that you, we, I, humanity, we are energetic beings. We have a highly complex energy system, that in in Karelian photography, for one thing, you can see that the human aura, the energy system like that extends out to be about six feet or so, as far as they've been able to measure, um, that extends out around the human body. That's our energy system. That's what animates you and gives you life. If you do not embrace the fact that in order to stay healthy, in order to heal anything, to reverse disease, if you simply only look at the physical body and you refuse to acknowledge the fact that you are an energetic being with an energy system, you're only looking at half of the picture. Therefore, you're going to get results that are half-assed. You'll get to it. You'll reach a plateau. It will take longer than you want. You just won't get the results you're looking for. Your body won't be able to fully heal because you refuse to acknowledge the other half of the picture, which is the non-tangible The non physical part of you, which is actually the greater portion of who you are as an energy being. You refuse to understand or deal with the fact or take into consideration your energy system and how that impacts your health, your healing process. Okay. And I do understand, you may be saying, but Laurel, I have no idea what you're talking about. I understand that. That's why I'm teaching you this teaching you about how to see yourself from a holistic viewpoint beyond just your physical body, which includes your energy system. Okay. So when it comes to what creates health, then I'm going to give it to you from the angle that takes into consideration your energy system and the fact that at the end of the day, we are light. Point blank. We are light beings, okay? So when you look at the DNA, each little little molecule of DNA, it can hold photons of light. And this stuff is literally can be measured. Science has proven it more than once. You can go look it up. Just type in, it's like, how many photons of light does a DNA molecule hold? About 10,000 about 10,000 photons of light within one DNA molecule. And then multiply that out by how many DNA molecules are in the typical strand of DNA. And then within a cell, how many strands of DNA are in a cell? And then how many cells in your body? <laughs> this gets really big really fast. And so when we say that you're a light being, I'm not being facetious here. I'm being quite literal. Your DNA holds photons of light. This is required for life. It holds up to about 10,000 photons of light. And so the DNA will absorb that light and that on light is information, is massive amounts of data. Okay, the DNA holds a record of incredible amounts of data and history and all kinds of things, including your history of your genetic line. Through all of these photons of light, that's able to be stored within the molecule of the DNA. And so it's gonna be always gonna be absorbing it. Uh, it uses a, a rotating spiral, like a, a, a toroidal spin, toroidal spiral, this is the basic physics, of gathering light into itself it can also lose the light it can the light can come seeping out on various conditions which i'll talk about in a minute but for right now just understand the dna molecule holds about ten thousand photons of light so this was one of the guys that did research on this was a man named dr um fritz albert pop you can go look him up i'll spell his name F-R-I-T-Z-A-L-B-E-R-T-P-O-P-P. Now you'll find when you go look up this man that a lot of his research was done quite a while ago. And so why haven't we heard about it? Well, that's thanks to suppression and control of information. So he wanted to know what cancer-causing agents were, what uh, carcinogens were. Why was that thing Uh, labeled or classified as carcinogen. And so he he studied the frequency of of known carcinogens, known chemicals and compounds that cause cancer. And he found that at a specific frequency or wavelength, that that compound scrambled light. This is super important to remember. The cancer-causing compound scrambles light turns it into a you know light solid and just kind of like it, it causes the, the the light to disperse the scrambled become incoherent at 280 nanometers this is a very specific frequency that can be measured 280 nanometers then light gets scrambled and that every carcinogen that he studied was this way Now, why is this important? Because it is the exact same frequency at which your DNA absorbs photons of light. I'll say that again. Your DNA attracts and brings into itself all those 10,000 photons of light at the speed of 280 nanometers at that specific frequency. So draw the conclusion. So if the cancer-causing compound scrambles light and disperses it at 280 nanometers, the exact same frequency that your DNA requires in order to absorb light into itself, absorb the photons, what's going to happen when the DNA is not able to absorb the light the way it needs to? Well. It will disperse, it will lose its light. And the DNA will not have the light, the information encoded within that light force, within that photon of light, to be able to communicate to the cells to tell it how to divide, to tell it how to function, to tell it what proteins to make. So when the DNA does not have that information to provide to the cell, what's the cell going to do? The best it can and it will malfunction and it will divide incorrectly or it will divide at a pace that it's not supposed to, hence you have cancer. That's what cancer is, cells replicating in an abnormal way. So, cancer is caused by not having enough light within your DNA by not having enough photons within its molecule because there's been too many carcinogen compounds in the area vibrating at the same frequency to scramble that light, to prevent your DNA from absorbing or uptaking all of that photon, all those photons of light. Okay, so keep that in mind. So why is this important? This takes us into the next conversation of what else will drain your light? What are you doing that causes your DNA to lose these photons of light? Because when the photons of light are lost or dispersed, the communication between between cells break down, between the DNA and the cells. Cells communicate via via chemistry, chemical compounds and and, and chemical um, communications that it does. Cells also communicate ele- through electricity, through energy, through frequency. One of the best ways for that to travel is through the water. We are 70% water and you require sodium, and the cell salts to function because that is an extra ele- excellent medium for electricity to flow through, to communicate through, okay? So cells communicate through Light, through chemistry, through electricity. If they don't have that, then they can't talk to each other, and then so they break down. Cancer and disease. So what are you doing in your life that's going to leak light, cause you to lose your light, or to gather light to you, to infuse your DNA with greater amounts of light? Again, it's up to your mind. It's all up to you. It's how are you living your life? How are you thinking? What are you putting in your mouth? Okay. All of those different factors. Okay. Also, I want you to just to understand and to remember or to realize when the cell goes to divide, then the DNA is, um, tells it how to do that. And At the bottom of the DNA strands, there's these itty-bitty little things called telomeres. And when each time that the cell divides, the teeny bit of the, the telomere gets like chinked off or, or, or released. So gradually over time, and I'm talking like decades here, when the telomeres get shortened and shortened and shortened and shortened, that affects how the cell um, duplicates. And that is one of the causes of disease. This is a known thing. Again, you can go look this up. Don't just take it at face value of what I'm telling me thinking that I'm just talking out you know, talking crap. It's a known thing. Go look up what telomeres are and what they do, and what and how they uh, influence the aging process. Another thing that influences all of this is the coil of the DNA, whether it's relaxed and open and loose, and where it's the coil is open, and so it can easily flow and move and do the things it needs to do, and absorb all the all these photons of light, which. Again, it's under your control. Or is the spiral of the DNA very tight and and closed and and, and, and compressed? Again, that's under your control. When the DNA spends most of its time in a very compressed, tight, spiraled state that affects, again, its functions and how cells replicate. And the thing that causes the spiral of the DNA to compress so much is mindset, stress, your emotional state, your thoughts, how stressed out, anxious, and fearful you are, then the DNA automatically contracts. When you relax, when you open up to the possibilities of life and look at things from a positive viewpoint, then the DNA also can relax, as well as all the other functioning functions of your body. Don't believe me? Go look it up. All of this is going to affect how much light your body has, how much light and photons are in your DNA and in your cells. So that takes me to the next question for you is, well, then what is nutrition? How do we define nutrition or nourishment? They have the same root word, and it comes from Latin, which is LUX. It is the Latin root of, I'm sorry, the Latin root is N-U-T or N-U-X, which is a seed or beginning point, the nut, like the nut in, in an acorn or in a, an almond, okay? It's the seed, it's the beginning point of life. okay? So that re- re- that refers to the point of life, the point, point of light, hence light in our conversation today. So nutrition is the process of light process of bringing light into you, bringing life or life force into you, feeding life. Okay. When we think of nutrition immediately as we think of it in terms of the food, and that is a big part of how we receive our nutrition, all the minerals, the vitamins and enzymes and all the things. And also it's important to consider the life force of the food. Again, how much light it contains. That's why going plant-based or eating a plant-based diet, even mainly raw foods, is the most ideal. Because they ha- those foods have the greatest amount of life force or light within them. It has not been destroyed or scrambled. Okay. So that's one thing. So in looking at, are you bringing greater life into yourself? greater light or are you dispersing your light what other ways can you do that beyond just your food i recently did a series called the natural laws of health where i broke down the lifestyle the activities within your lifestyle how you could would construct your life in order to create health In order to create the greatest amount of longevity, energy, vitality, et cetera. That means that when you live that way, in order to have that health and vitality and longevity and energy, we're talking about light. We're talking about energy, about life force energy. So, the greater, the more you can bring light into your body, quite literally, that's what preserves and maintains and creates health. It is also exactly the very thing that you do to reverse disease. Disease is you've you've stepped off the path, you've living out of harmony with natural law, and so your body breaks down. To re- correct that, you return to living in harmony with natural law. Natural laws of health, which I talked about in my recent episode. Go check it out. Exercise. Healthy. Supportive, loving relationships, eating actual real food that has life force in it, fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds. Stop poisoning yourself by eating crap. Passion, doing something that enlivens you, that you love to do, that you contribute to other people to make the world better. Giving you life, giving you light. The quality of air, the quality of your words. Having clean air in your environment that you're breathing. That brings life light into you. Having pure water. Drinking pure water. Enough of it. Again, we're 70% water. We've got to have enough flow and movement and liquids and fluids doing their thing. For the electricity to flow through your body. Life is movement. And sunshine. Direct light. Feeding yourself directly from the source of light. Source of life. And stop believing the nonsense about how the sun is dangerous and it wants to kill you with, cre- by creating cancer. Again, carcinogens, the known toxic chemicals within all the sunscreens, they vibrate at a certain frequency that scrambles light, that, protect, that prevents your DNA from uptaking ions and pro- photons of light. So look at what you're doing within your life. Are you bringing lots of light or life force into you every day by living in harmony with these natural laws, by how you've constructed your lifestyle? Or are you losing light every day because you've been sitting in traffic too long, going to a job you hate that sucks the life out of you, quite literally sucks the light out of you? Do you live in a permanent state or predominant state of Stress, tension, anxiety, fear, grief, madness, depression, all the negative things. The very states of being that make your DNA DNA spiral contract and constrict and tighten up. Also, the exact states of being that cause you to lose the photons out of your DNA. You're leaking light, leaking life force, quite literally. So look at yourself, look at your life, how are you living? Are you living in a way that predominantly at the end of the day produces greater health or greater disease? Are you perpetuating the toxic load in your life both internally and externally? Are you poisoning yourself? Why? Or are you taking steps to clean out the toxic load in your life And within your body, so that the body can more effectively bring in the photons of light, i.e. life force energy, so that your body can function correctly the way it's designed to function, to give you the vitality, the energy, the longevity, the health, all the things we say we want, but yet don't necessarily want to do the things to get there. It's all up to you. So I hope you enjoyed this perspective on what creates health. I encourage you to go back to listen to my series on the natural laws of health. It will give you a lot of different insights into how the natural laws or The wisdom, of each of those laws affect you physically as well as emotionally. And how that affects your energy system. Okay, because again, it's all one big picture. So thanks for tuning in. As always, I have a gift for you at the end of each episode. And this one is a free downloadable gift that talks about what it really takes to heal yourself. The four aspects of yourself that you need to address. And each of those four aspects of self that you need to address deal directly with how you are losing your light or life force or how you are bringing it in and nourishing yourself with greater light and life force. So you can find the link to download that PDF in the description that goes with this episode. I encourage you to do so. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe to my channel. Share this episode around with your friends and family. Leave a comment of what, ha, what you liked most with this episode. Was it new information that you hadn't heard before allowing you to connect some new dots? Love to hear your comments. So thanks for tuning in again and take care. I'll talk to you next time.